You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We start a new week with the podcast. Get your week rolling. Smile ear to ear, Alison. Jerry, uh, I thought of something. I was in a discussion over the weekend, and then it was something that I would have uh, looked for an answer. I Googled. I couldn't find a hmm. proper answer. Okay. I was going to take to Twitter, but honestly, I'm sick of the Twitter responses. Perfect. So I was like, I'll, I'll go to the video portion of Instagram and explain. You know, because on Twitter, you can't... People have no reading comprehension. Twitter stinks. It does. They have no reading comprehension. If I wrote a paragraph, explain yeah. it, people wouldn't read it properly. So I said, you know, I'm going to go to Instagram, see if I get a response. I did not get a response that was satisfying. All right. So I bring it to you, Jerry. Okay, let's see if I can satisfy you. And hopefully, <laughs> if uh, you can't satisfy me, uh, someone listening to this can then hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Fair enough. There are things, there are trucks in New Jersey... That are weed trucks. They sell what looks like they're selling weed products. Weed. Okay. Now, we also know that in New Jersey, weed is legal, but you have to be a legalized shop. You had to have applied for a license. You have to get that license. Much like the liquor stores. Much like the liquor stores. You right. can't just decide you're going to sell beer or cigarettes, as you found out when you worked at the uh, a gas station. Correct. So... I had a friend who was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna start one of these trucks." I go, "That," I go, "You can't just sell weed out of a truck." They go, "No, no, you can. What you do is you sell a lighter or an air freshener or a T-shirt, and then they, in after they when they buy that, you give them the free gift of weed." Huh. I go, "That can't be legal." <laughs> they go, "No, it is. It's legal." <laughs> I said, "Okay." So I Google it, and one of these trucks. Pops up a beautiful website with a full explanation. Here's what we do. Here's where we go. Uh, it's Bud. The the name of the truck was Bud something like okay. for weed. Um, we're going to be here. We're here Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. We're here parked here. Um, uh, then they have a frequently asked question: Do you sell weed? No, we do not. We sell lighters, t-shirts, and air fresheners. And for your purchase, we gift you with cannabis. And then you get to pick. Which free prize you want? Jesus which free gift? Right. I'm like, this can't be legal. It's a scam. They go, no, it is legal because you're not selling the weed. Because you're giving it to them. I said, okay. So that's like, straight. so it's it's in comparison to betting pools. Okay. You can, so you can have a box pool 
you can you can bet uh, NCAA tournament pools as long as no one makes money on it. Okay, as it's a peer to peer sharing, basically money sharing is essentially what you're doing. As opposed to we take in ten thousand dollars, I get three grand to run it, then we hand out seventy percent. That's illegal. This to me is so. When I was reading on their website, like. They're when their house is legal. Well, in New Jersey, you can possess a certain amount of weed and not have any troubles. You're also allowed to gift people weed a certain amount without getting into trouble. So that's how they're saying they can do this. Okay. But. What's the amount, though? Eight pounds? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's only like an ounce. Right. So like three ounces. Or how something. are they only possessing three ounces if they're going to be in all these places selling? No, they're only gifting. Yeah, that. Yeah, this is what I mean. There's, There's a million enough. questions. So also I said, okay, so why can't I do this with beer? I will sell you a, a bottle opener. I'm going to give you a can of Miller Lite. Right. And the the bottle opener, by the way, is $9. Yeah. So why can't I do that outside of my condo in Bradley Beach? I don't know that you can't. I don't know that you can't. Okay. So then my other question is, why is Belmar and Asbury Park and Seaside Heights not filled with weed trucks? I have no idea. It's a great question. Maybe this summer they will be. So I did some more Googling, and there was an article on New Jersey 101.5's website from two years ago. Okay. That said New Jersey was was closing the loophole in the law that allowed people to do this. But we're now two years later. And they're and still doing it. They're still businesses. Then I saw in New York City they did bust a whole bunch of these trucks. because they And they busted them by saying you're essentially trying to work around the system, and that's not allowed. Of course, yeah. But I don't know how it's allowed in New Jersey, and it seems to be a booming business. The only thing I can think of is it's maybe been shelved due to other things that are a little more important right now. I don't know. As far as trying to close the loophole? Sure, yeah. And to me, it shouldn't take all that long. Yeah. But maybe that's maybe it's on the desk, and it's in the rotation. They just haven't gotten to it yet. I don't because know. Because not only that, the weed is then clearly not coming from God a legal dispensary. God knows where Because it's expensive if you go to a legal dispensary, yeah. so from what the weed people tell me. I don't know. Which is why weed people still go to their original weed dealers, because they tell me that the weed dispensary is expensive. And people on, tw- on Instagram are like, you're trying to ruin it. A- I'm not trying to ruin anything. You could smoke and eat all the weed you want. I'm just curious... How, as a business, that's legal, and why can't I sell beers that way? I think it's legal on a technicality right now, and the same way it was in New York until they figured it out and stopped it. And now, at some point, they'll stop it in New Jersey. Now, people told me that one of the reasons they think you couldn't do it with beer and alcohol is because alcohol fa- falls under the um, firearms, tobacco, and alcohol. And weed doesn't. And weed doesn't, technically. Okay. My other question, too, for police officers out there is, what are your rights as a police officer? What is the law regarding a car drives by and they smell and it stinks like, like weed. weed? I know. Can you, you pull would, them over? I would think that's probable cause to pull them over. But there's no test to see if someone's high. They don't have a. They don't have the test in the cars. Driving while weed influenced. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, because I have to the ask amount of ca- cars that drive past me. While my neighbor's I'm, a cop. I can ask. Yeah. The amount of cars when I'm walking my dog that just weed is. Oh, yeah. That, not only that, you couldn't come over to my home, Jerry, and park on Ocean Avenue in, in one of these beach towns, and we could not sit in our cars and have beers. No, you get DUI. Right. Even, even if the car's not on. Correct. Yet, people sit in their cars and just smoke weed all they want. All the time. 
what what are we doing? Nothing. Yeah. We're why? letting them smoke as much as they want. I came so close yesterday to calling Bradley Beach police just to ask the questions. <laughs> and I thought they would be like, what do you care? Is what I thought the response would be. I'm I think that's probably about right. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? Let me do it here <laughs> and hope that a police officer is Someone listening reaches and out. Can, can reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter <laughs> and let me know how that Like I told works. you, I will ask my neighbor. My neighbor yeah. is a cop. I'm sure I can get a good answer for it. Yeah, I'd love to know what's going on with these weed trucks and then what goes on as far as people smoking weed in their car, driving while smoking weed. Yeah. Maybe the driver's not smoking weed. Can I smoke weed while with the driver? I inhaling it, though. I know. Right? I don't understand. Anything right now. Yeah. Yeah, everything's very confusing. I agree. Very confusing, Jerry. It's also like, like I can't, my cornhole league, I can't sell beer. Right. But they can bring it in and drink it. Right. So the end result's the same. They're having beer in the gym. Why don't you give them beer as part of their membership? I could. You could I am allowed to give them beer. I can't sell it. Oh, okay. That is true. Because to bring your own, as long as I don't charge them for it, yeah. it's just a friend giving a beer to to the guys. So weird. Now, I can get, I was told, a one-night permit to sell to beer sell out beers. of a keg. Yes. But it's, a, it's too much of a process, and it's expensive, and it's not worth it. But, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yes. The whole thing is nuts. And it's also funny how in other states, most other states, if you want to open a store and sell beer, go ahead. Right. Like, you don't need to have a, a liquor license like we do in New Jersey. Well, again, in some states, it's state-controlled. You cannot open up a liquor store. Like, New uh, Jersey's one of those. No. Per, you can, as long as you get the license, you can per, you can have a private liquor store. Oh, I see what you're like saying. In, I believe... See, the state of New York, you can sell them, but, like, a full-on liquor store is controlled by the alcohol beverage control. Like, if you can have a deli and you can sell beer, yes, but to have a full-on liquor store, I'm almost certain that's state-controlled. ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Maybe, but I think you can sell certain products in your store. You just can't be a full-on liquor store, I don't believe. Not 100% sure of that, yeah. but I think, I think that's... I got to go back to my days when I used to be involved in all these talks. Yeah, I tried Googling all this stuff. It was not easy to find. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. It's not. Because the other thing is you're, you're bringing up articles, and they're from four years ago, three Correct. years ago. I, I don't know if that's changed or not. Right. And you would think things change every day. Yeah. You need the most recent information. You should become a news writer. Become a reporter. A news reporter? Yeah, you should. You'd be great. You'd be a pain in the ass to people. I really would. get answers. Yeah. I could be like the shame on you guys where I like uh, people tell go. me, hey, this I went to this tire place. They charged me for that. And they got bald tires. That is the like, perfect spot for I'm you. Like, what are you doing here? Why did you sell this person bald tires? That is a you go to your guy Dave Ramsey and ask him why he's back in timeshare places that are ripping people off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that video resurface where he's yeah. telling people to go to. Well, he was a big backer of one of the um, one of the timeshare ones. And, uh, to, to, to do a timeshare or to get out of to the get time out share? of it. Oh yeah, he did uh, exit timeshare exit team. Yeah, right, which I think what's... I did back in the day too. Yeah, I yeah. met with them. I thought they were great. Yeah, actually. what's this problem? I guess there were several clients that had issues, and so um, Lisa Guerrero went and did the expose on her, and she caught up with Dave Ramsey. Like, why did you endorse this? Do you know people? He wouldn't answer, her. and security came up and sh- shoot her away. Who's Lisa Pretty... Guerrero? Remember her? She did Monday Night Football for oh, one yes. um, one year. And where is she now? I don't know the answer. Just to exposing that. people on her own no, social media. No, that was for um, for hard. Co- I, for, I forget what the show was. That was for Inside Edition. That's where she. The was. recent one. Yeah, where she's chasing down Dave yeah. Ramsey. Oh, that's interesting. But but I, all these laws, who knows, man? 
You would need you would need to get you know who's a good person to ask? Chris Christie. I call him up on my way home. Oh, oh hey. Well, hey, what is he doing right now? <laughs> the minority owner of the Mets. He just spent a month in spring training, I think. <laughs> I mean That's true. He's not running the state anymore. I am not I know I see him pop up on the shows on Sundays once in a while. Yeah. And I know he's still involved, but I mean, I don't know why you couldn't contact him and you know, shoot him a text. Hey, could you answer these three questions for me? I'm confused. Hi, Governor. I have three questions. Maybe I'll reach out to Governor Miller. I should reach out to the mayor of Bradley Beach. Go. What's the deal? Why don't you? Yes. I really. I could call the police. But and a, talk but to if a you person. Have a, but if you have a good relationship with a politician, yeah, I would. I 100. I would ask him. I might call Donald Trump. I mean, you could do that too. Good luck with that. Well, he wouldn't take my call, Jerry. I don't think so. All right. I doubt it. Jerry, last week, and I did jot this down, you wanted to discuss the 1950s song, The Twist. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I guess the lyrics were questionable to you, and you were very nervous about this or worried. No, I wasn't nervous about it. It's funny. I wasn't nervous about it. Chubby Checkers, The Twist. Come on, baby, let's do The Twist. Yeah, so it came on, whatever. I, I Clearly, I know the song. Right. And I don't know why these days I listen to lyrics more than I ever have. And the one line in it, that got me. I was like, huh, how about that? Where is she? When they're talking about twisting the night away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really about uh, Kidner's. Uh, I guess it's a, a guy and his sister, basically, you know, twisting and whatever. And he's like, you know, uh, daddy is home sleeping and mama ain't around. So let's twist the night away. I'm like, who's mom sleeping with? I thought that was a very interesting so hold line. On. He's in saying, song. let me see, Jerry. I think daddy's just sleeping and mama ain't around or daddy is home sleeping. And... So the, the okay, the oh, twist. let's alert. twist again like we did last summer. Yeah, let's twist Come on, again. baby, let's do this. All right, let me see what we got. My daddy is twist. sleeping. Yes. And mama ain't around. Right. Yeah, daddy's just sleeping and mama ain't around. We're going to twist the twist the twisting till we tear the house down. Right. So is mom sleeping around? Daddy is sleeping. So he's home. He's home. So you got to think that mama, this is at nighttime. Right. Mama ain't around. Where's mama? Good question. Mama's out. Mama's having herself a good old time, Is Jerry. mama a 1950s whore? I don't know. Is daddy sleep? Is mama, let me ask you this, is this yeah. a possibility? Mama's working a nine to five. Right. Dad works the midnight shift. He's in home 19- sleeping. 1950s. Let's twist. In the 1950s? Were there over? Maybe there were. I don't know. I feel like the overnight positions. I don't know. Were they around in the nineteen? I think so. So you think? So your theory is, yeah. mom. the daddy is sleeping because he's he's daddy's okay. sleeping off hours. You it's a weird. This. You answer me this then. Yeah. What's more common, less common, or whatever, more more believable? Mom working in the nineteen fifties, nine to five. Okay. Or dad home sleeping during the day. Yeah. Neither. It's not ideal, Jerry. It's not an ideal way to raise a family. Boy, these are terrible lyrics. Well, they're very basic. Yeah, very basic. I always get the twist and twist again confused. He even goes in this other part of the song. Yeah, you should see my little sis. You should see my my little sis. She really knows how to rock. She (laughs) knows how to twist. It's creepy. Your little sis is twisting, banging Jerry. <laughs> well, if it is, he better not know about it. <laughs> right, your sister, you pig. <laughs> Come 
on, you pigs. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a very interesting song it when is. you actually start thinking about the lyrics. Sure is. And now you've Chubby got them in front of you, and you're thinking about other things. Yeah. Chubby Checker, the twist. Chubby Checker. Chubby Chaser. So yeah, there multiple thought... twists. Like, there was Twist Again. Right. Is there another one? Then uh, Twist in the Night Away. Yes, but that was not Chubby Checker. Right, right, right. But it was another song about the yes. twist, and now no one twists anymore. Nah, the twist is over, although the twist is fun. Come on, baby. I had to tell you, Jerry, I had such a a bad meal over the weekend at a restaurant. Okay. And it really sent me in a funk. Like, it bothered me. This was on Saturday. Okay. Saturday midday. Probably Saturday about uh, 2, 3 o'clock. A little midday, mid-afternoon meal. And I was so mad I didn't eat the rest of the day. It was 3 o'clock. Yeah. Here's what happened. It was another one of these things. Like, I went to a place, and I thought... I was ordering a healthy meal. Okay. I ordered. If I were to tell you on paper what I ordered, Jerry, you'd go, great job. All right, let's hear it. I ordered a uh, half a rotisserie chicken. So far, so good. With comes with two sides. First of all, it came with gravy I did not eat. Okay. It came with cornbread I did not eat. With what? Cornbread. Which, uh, okay. Which I also didn't eat. Right. I got side of broccoli. Okay. And a side of um, Brussels sprouts. I don't know how this could be bad. The broccoli was covered. If it was just regular butter, I, I I probably would have been okay. I don't know what these this butter concoction so they drenched it. I'm telling you, there was like an inch in the bowl. Yeah, and then the so they were terrible. And then the Brussels sprouts, wild delicious. I know it was just filled with like it was just caked with some sort of like what made them delicious. Yeah, and I just walked out of there so angry. Did you feel okay? No, I didn't feel great. Not great. Was the chicken all right? Yeah, but mm. it was taken away by the your your butter broccoli. Yeah, just like the fact, like I tried to, like even when you try to do the right thing, it's very uh, difficult. I have, and I was in a funk. As I have told you, the weekends are the devil. Yeah, but more importantly, it is really difficult going out for dinner if you're going to be strict with your diet. It actually, just is. I actually think when you go out to dinner. You just balls to the wall, get whatever the hell you want because there's. It, I think you have to because even if you when you try to eat healthy going out to dinner, it doesn't work. Like you're not anyway, so you may as well really enjoy, enjoy your meal. Right, but now I'm going to come back to something you always say, and I'm very much in line with you. I love going out to eat on the weekends, right? The, like a night like Saturday. Now we ultimately didn't go out; our plans got canceled. But like all day Saturday, we were supposed to be going out for dinner. It was rainy. It was not a great day. I was looking forward to going out. Yeah, and getting out of the damn house. We didn't because the other couple had to cancel or whatever. And Friday night at our friend's house playing cards. Like, I like going out and doing things. So if you're going to tell me on the weekends, go balls out and eat whatever you want, everything I do during the week then is going to be not only erased, I'm going to go the other way. Yeah. I know it's such a shame because I don't want to do anything. The only thing I have interest in is going out to dinner. (laughs) And... Nothing about it makes sense. Well, and going to Indiana to see John Cougar Mellencamp. That I'm definitely doing. That's a, I booked my flights today, Jerry. Good for you. I booked my uh, car rental. Are you ready to rock? I booked uh, one of my hotels. I have to. I booked my my uh, hotel in South Bend, Indiana. Now you just need June 24th to get here, right? Which would be half the year over. Already. I know. That's why I don't want it to get here. I hear you. I know. I, I know. Don't I want know. it to get here. I get it. Then you also do you ever do this also when you when you go out to dinner like when you go to out to dinner like like uh, Gina and I got the same exact meal we each okay. got half so we essentially ate an entire chicken right okay with a couple of bad yeah. sides I think my bill was eighty dollars 
a lot of alcohol? I had one beer. She had no drinks. Eighty dollars. Where the hell did you it was go? Like, it was at a, like a bar. So it was thirty bucks a, a I person. I felt like it was I like guess. thirty bucks a person. Had to have been. And I was like, I could. Again, you start doing the. They go, go to Costco. You get that. They get the chicken for seven dollars. Right. And Oof. I would have known what I was eating. Like if I made, oh, or yeah. if I got my own raw chicken and shoved it in the oven. Sure. Made my own broccoli. My own. But then I'm doing nothing. Correct. So now what do I home. do? I I know. That what meal is probably $12. Right. So what am I paying for? Uh, the experience of being out and apparently being aggravated. I was so aggravated. I see that. Meanwhile, the, on Friday night I went out, I had my pizza. I had a great time for I'm myself. I'm sure you did. The pizza was delicious. The service was what great. What place did you go to? Al Ponte's. That's the coal place you were telling me about? Coal-fired place? This is a, this, no, this is an Italian restaurant. They do have coal-fired pizza, but That'd it's not good, the one I was talking about. That'd be a good name for your new uh, underwear line. Al Ponte's. Al Ponte's. <laughs> Not panties, Jerry. <laughs> you say panties, I say panties. Al Ponte's. Yeah. So that I didn't mind. And I knew, listen, do I know coal fire pizza is not healthy? Sure. But I know what I was getting into. You're living. I was living. Plus, I know, listen, they're making a nice olive oils. This crap. And then I, Gina kept going, Why then why did you eat the broccoli? You saw it was covered in butter. I don't know. It's a very good question. Because I knew I was going to be paying out the ass. And you did. Yeah, I did. And one beer. One beer. I had one Heineken. My God. A Heineken and two uh, pieces of chicken. 80 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we ate a full chicken, one Heineken, and Gina maybe got a Diet Coke. God, well, that was probably $7. Right. God. <laughs> it really is something, isn't it? it sucks. And the even if something as simple as, I think, Friday night? No, Thursday night. Matthew had a baseball game in Colts Neck. So by the time we got done, it was 7 o'clock. So we stopped, and I got them pizza and uh, a chicken parm sub. Nice. I feel like before the pandemic, a sub was $9 and a pie was 12 I go in there, and I don't, again, I usually do it on the app, so I don't even really notice, but I paid cash Thursday night. I go in there, and I guess $33. I'm like, how much? Yeah, what did I like get? Like $33. The pizzas and the, the pies are now seventeen fifty, and the sub was fourteen dollars. I'm like fourteen dollars for a sub or a sandwich. Yeah, everything is like through the roof expensive. And yet everyone's out. Yeah, that is very people true. People do not have money problems. I'll tell you that right now. No, I think people do. I just think they they mask them, and it's what they spend money on. I think people spend money on food nonstop. Yeah, we had a friend of ours tell us that uh, her husband went food shopping with the kids. And he came home with nothing but fruit snacks, crumb cake, uh, Doritos. She's like, where's the food? And his answer was, you don't really cook. And all I do is spend money going out to restaurants. So I took the boys and bought what we liked. And she goes, huh, that's not a bad point. Yeah. They go out almost every night or order in almost every night. Yeah, that's crazy. It that's is. when you really can't control yourself. A lot of people do it, though. Yep. So I watched uh, the first couple. There's a, a three-part documentary series on Netflix about Waco. Yeah, I don't know that I'm interested in that. I thought the same thing, Jerry, and I'll tell you what. I thought the same thing, and I said, you know what? Let me give this a shot. Within the first few minutes, fully hooked. Oh, yeah? Fully engaged. You know why? Because I didn't know, I guess, I, I had a different perception of what went down. Okay. And I'm curious, like, what do you, th- when I tell you Waco, Texas, the Branch Davidians, and uh, who the hell was the crazy guy who was? Uh, uh, David. David Koresh. That's it. 
When I say that, do you recall? No, I just I feel like he had people that you know uh, did everything he told them to do. He was the leader, and they followed him, and right. basically killed one another. And and there was a standoff with the police, and I don't remember the exact. It's a long time ago now. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Is it that long ago? Yeah. Wow, that's thirty years. I actually thought it was one of those things where he had this compound, all the people fought, and they all killed each other. That's essentially what I thought, too. But I thought they killed each other when the police got there, too. See, I'm not there yet. I'm at the, okay. the part where I had no idea that the, they, the the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and FBI were going in to raid the place. Right. I didn't I did know. know that. That I did know. And then they got shot at going in, and they four, four officers were killed. And then the standoff of how they negotiate the negotiations. Mm-hmm. But just from a, a, move, a, a documentary standpoint, the... The footage. Oh, I can imagine. Well, that's that's the time we started putting you know wars on TV. The footage and the yeah, uh, just they have all the communications between the negotiators and all a lot of the people involved they're talking to today. It sure. was just like amazing how many people are still around. They had yeah, 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 not only that, but that they gathered to do this with the footage. It, it was uh, interesting. It is interesting. I, I'd say it's uh, if you gave it. Ten minutes, you'd be fully locked. In. I don't know that I have it because I don't want to watch it and not be able to watch it. Right. And right it is now, three episodes, about one hour, a little. They're under an hour each, but that's okay. it. Well, it's not terrible. It's just it's hard to find the time right now. Yeah. Um, with baseball having started, but never know. Yeah. Or if you have a flight somewhere, Jerry. Yeah, I don't though. If you're going to Indiana to chase down John Mellencamp, I, I have nothing on the horizon right now until uh, November. Okay. Wow. Unless uh, Michelle calls me and asks me to do a Cowboy game in August, September, or October, I got no flights. All right. Unless I go to have on vacation no somewhere. Yeah, no, it's fine. I had enough of the flights. But I would like to do something this summer. Yeah. So we shall see. Any interest in following around uh, 70-year-old rockers? Yes. You do? I think what you're doing is a lot of fun, actually. I love that idea. All right, cool. I'm not going to go with you. Right, but it's a cool idea. But I think it's Something a great different. idea, and I actually think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to go see a, I've told you this, I want to go see a concert in Austin. I want to go see what this Austin's all about. Yes. That's something I would like to do. Been to Nashville, done that, don't need to go back. Austin I want to see now. I kind of feel like Austin's getting, and then having not been to either, I feel like Austin is getting to what Nashville is now, which is way too many people probably have thought, wow, let's go and move yes, to Austin. like me. I've yeah. been saying it for two years. And now I feel like there. it's gotten too popular, and I probably blew it. Yeah, you got to find the next thing. What's the next thing? I don't know. Me neither. If you find it, let me know. It's Bradley Beach, New Jersey, Jerry. I've got a weed truck I'd like to drive around. There you go. And sell uh, Miller Lights. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if that's not a problem, let's get a truck. We'll sell beers and weed. And we'll sell our shirts. Yeah, and our shirts. And then you get, oh, that's a great way to get our shirts out there. That's it. We sell shirts for $50, and you get free weed or Perfect. a bottle of beer with or it. Or how about both? And both, right. You get weed and a beer. Weed and a beer. There's weed the and a beer, weird and beer. Weed and a beer. Weed and a beer. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Get this show on the road. We'll see you tomorrow, Tuesday. Woo! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. It's 5.02, it's Monday, it's a new week, and that's always a good thing. The Eddie's Kazari, what is up? And across to me, about to break down the big Miami win over Texas. His name is Al Jim Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I did pull a statistic out of an article, or a line line from an article. Okay. And I'm going to read it for you right now, Jerry. I'm I'm ready. It says, this is regarding the NCAA brackets and The the, the tournament and all that stuff. Yeah. For the first time since 1970, Jerry. Now, yep. I was born in 1969, and I'm 53, going to be 54 years old this year. Correct. So this would mean in 1970 to 2023 is 53 years. For the first time in that 53 years, there are three schools making their first Final Four appearance. Correct, sir. San Diego State. Yes. Miami. Yes. Florida Atlantic. Correct. And, and then UConn rolls, are, uh, you know, they're and good a lot. Then there's UConn. They're good a lot. Yeah, yes, they've been good often. That I also keep true. getting fooled by all of these stories about the women's Final Four. Because I got to say, ESPN in particular, they do a very bad job of trying to fool you into clicking on the articles. Well, because they do the games. Yeah, because they'll be like, um, I can't believe. I don't, even, I don't know. Well, Caitlin Clark had a monster game yesterday. For who? For Iowa. Okay. She might be the most exciting female player I've ever seen. So they might have like an article titled Iowa to the Final Four. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, they're not. I thought they got knocked out. Yeah. And then I click on it. It's women's. No one's following the women's Final Four. And they also said, too, and I wanted to check this to that point. They said um, Caitlin Clark had the first ever 40-point triple-double in the history of the NCAA tournament. Okay. All right. Are we talking both the men's and women's, or do they just mean the women's? Because they specifically just said the NCAA tournament. Right. While they were doing the Iowa game recap and talking about her, she had 40, I don't know the numbers, 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists or something. I mean, she's, and she really is. She is awesome to watch. And I, I'm not a fan of women's basketball. She's great. I could watch her any day. I have to check that, though. Right. Did any guy have a 40-point triple-double, or is she the only one that's done that? And I have not had a minute to check yet, and I wasn't yeah. planning on doing that this hour, but uh, maybe during the break. I could probably beat her one-on-one, probably, Jerry, in basketball. You couldn't come close. You don't know that. I do know that. I know that with 100% certainty. You don't know. From, 100% certainty. You don't know how good I am from downtown. <laughs> I wouldn't even have to drive, Jerry. Downtown. 
she downtown. would block it in your face. She was not going to block a downtown oh, yeah, shot. She, yes, she would. She I'm would. probably taller than her. I'm five foot eleven. I don't think you're taller than her. Five foot eleven. I would say if I had to guess, she's, I would say she's six two. Six two. Yeah, I would say. Well, so. That doesn't seem fair, then, Jerry. Let's see. She is. I'm sorry. Six one. Six foot one. Yes. So she's taller than me. She's a little taller than you. She's a hell of a lot more athletic than you. Younger. And she can shoot from 35 feet out. And she's younger than me, probably. Yeah, she's a 21, I think. Let's see. 21? She is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She just turned 21. Damn. Yeah. All right, well, take take that challenge away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that mean... would be fun to watch, though. How fast can Caitlin <laughs> Clark kick Al Dukes' ass <laughs> in one-on-one? We played at 30. <laughs> I would when I'm in the paint area. I don't move. She would have to knock me over in order to drive to the basket. She would, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Is it out of charge? Think about this. So I'm looking at her numbers. She's six one, one fifty five. She outweighs you too. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? What is her name, Jerry? Caitlin was, Clark. Caitlin with a K. With a C. Oh, really? Actually, yes. Caitlin. Oh, she comes right up as soon as I type. She, in. I'm By the you. way, she comes up before Caitlin Jenner. Is that true? That's a popular Caitlin. That? Well, because this girl is really something to watch. She is tall, Jerry. 155. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's listed as. Yeah. And I will tell you, all kidding aside, during the break, spend just literally 30 seconds watching a couple of her highlights. She'll come across midcourt like Steph Curry and just fire away. <laughs> well, I could do that too. You when can't no do that. no one defending me, Jerry. No, you can't. If I gave you 50 shots yeah. from, let's say, 35 feet out, how many do you think you make? 35 feet. How many shots are you giving me? 50. 10 of them. 10? Yeah. Ha! You don't no. think I make 10? No, I don't. Out of 50? I don't. That's 20%. Right. I would have you more at the 3 to 5% rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd be nervous though, if I sunk two within the first 10 shots. Uh, of course, but I don't think you would. Plus, I'd get to my arms would arms get tired. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. 35 feet's far. It's like it's easy to do a couple of push-ups. You got to do 50 push-ups. Right. Not talk, so easy. Talk to me when you get to 32. Right. No, uh, it's so easy. Uh-uh, not at all. Unfortunately, Jerry, my alma mater, Princeton, lost Friday night <laughs> to Creighton, which sucks. They were, you know what? Creighton was just better. Princeton had a good run. They played well, even early stages. I don't know how much you stayed into it. Even early stages into the second half, they were fighting hard, but they just couldn't hang with them. You guess what? We're smarter than Creighton. Okay. Stupid idiots that go to Creighton. <laughs> <laughs> Princeton's, a, so that's Princeton Ivy League. So anytime the Ivy League makes it to yeah. the end, which they do every year, but anytime the Ivy League school bows out, that's the reply. Yeah, like we might have lost. We're smarter than in your the handshake line. I'd be like, smarter than you, smarter than you, smarter than you. Hi, good game, smarter than you. Good game, good game, smarter than you. You're such a dope. Creighton. I could probably even gotten to Creighton, Jerry, and I had a 680 on my SATs. You're lucky you got into your community college with a 600 on your SATs. <laughs> well, they didn't require a SAT. Exactly. <laughs> Which oh was fortunate. God. Very fortunate for me. That is fortunate. Mm. You're funny. Uh, so, Jerry, I know they go like, this is March, and that's one of those things. But listen, this week of March, uh, and March ends this week. It does, yeah. It's April. April 1st is Saturday. Yep. We've got uh, the final four is set. Mm-hmm. And we've got real live yep. actual counting baseball coming. opening day baseball. That's Thursday. That's right. Met, and Mets are, and the Mets play Friday as well. The Yankees, I believe, have Friday off when they okay. come back on Saturday. I think it is. So we've got a lot happening. Well, this is a big sports. It week. is a big week, but this is also, like I said to you, this is one of those weeks where it's it's nuts. I mean, you look at the weekend. 
you've got, whether you like it or not, you've got the NBA playoff races coming down to the wire. You've got a couple more weeks, obviously. But it's a big weekend for seeding coming up. All these games are important. By the way, Caitlin Clark highlights are on TV right now. Um, it's a big weekend for seeding. That's number one. Number two, you've got the NHL and the postseason, which is right around the corner. You've got baseball starting, the NCAA tournament. It's just it's crazy. It really is. And I just, I just, t- this is what I'm telling you what's going on here. I typed into Google Final Four schedule. Yeah. The women's comes up first. Yeah. How about that? How about that? What? I don't know. That doesn't make what any sense. You? Yeah. I have to go, go scroll down to find the real Final Four schedule. NCAA men's college basketball. Yeah. Let me scroll all the way down for that. I'm sure that, I'm surprised I didn't put Division Two up here. What are you looking for? The matchups? I just want to see what time, when the games are. I would, I don't know. I would think six and eight. Does that sound right on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it Saturday. Four and six thirty. Looks like six and eight forty eight fifty. Okay. Eight fifty. You got a game starting at eight fifty. Right. Well, if you're in California, it's five fifty. Oh. They are trying to get everybody. I think this is no, this is not the, I wanted to see I wanted to show you the one shot she made yesterday. It's just no, we might have might, we might be past it already in the highlights. I Man, think we Jerry, are. I mean, imagine you're San Diego State. It's not good enough that you just are living the life. Living in, in San, San Diego, Diego. Your, your four years. Imagine you go to college in San Diego. Yes, I could. And you're in the final four Yes, now. I could. Well, That's but even Florida much. Atlantic, where are they from? Yeah. They're from uh, some, I know Florida, obviously, but is it, um, isn't it Boca? Boca I mean, good grief. Yeah, I know. Sounds lovely. But Florida. And Miami. And Miami, right. We got three. The only school that that's uh, UConn is to crappy weather. Yes. And they're up in the middle of nowhere. They are in the middle. Of, there's the girl I'll be competing against, Jerry, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, no, you won't be competing. She's a guard. That word wouldn't even come into the vocabulary. <laughs> You'd be out there. I'd be out there. She'd be abusing you. <laughs> like, she would, I mean, it would be funny to watch. Uh, it would be funny to watch. I wonder if we could set I would love to set that up She somehow. wouldn't waste well, her time she with wouldn't. me. I just said I would love to. Oh. I'm not, I'm not stupid enough to think we could do it. But it'd be fun. It would be fun. It would be fun. Oh, so the cool news, Jerry, coming out of uh, with baseball starting this week is that young fella Anthony Volpe. Did you see the video of this? Of him being told? Yeah. I didn't click play. It is I saw great. It, didn't click play. And plus, since you're a YouTube's premium guy too, yeah. you don't have to watch the commercials. Uh, I can't tell you how life-changing. It's been so awesome. Um, if you click on it, yeah. it, it, the way they did it, was just tremendous, and he was like speechless. And I think it was it was he Cashman that said to him, "You're okay." Maybe it was Boone. Are you okay? He's like, my heart was <laughs> racing. He was so excited and like stunned. He is only 21 years old. Yeah, it was cool. You know the way they they're making it like he's going back to the minors. He played well, but not well enough, or didn't do enough. And then all of a sudden, this is where you're going to develop. It was it was a great great moment. Yeah, that is cool. So uh, Jeter was only 20 years old. I was reading. Because I thought 21 seems like, that seems like a really young Yankee shortstop. It is young. Young for anybody in the majors. But, yeah. I mean, hell, Bryce Harper was 18 with the Nationals when he was yeah, playing. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. 18. He was, he, was that, he was brought up when he was 18. I didn't even hit puberty yet. I don't think I had armpit hair until I was like 26. <laughs> a little sooner than that. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, I like. Wasn't there something you didn't do until you were 21 or 22? Yeah. Lots of stuff, Jerry. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> As a late bloomer. <laughs> Unlike this Anthony Volpe, he's a uh, early bloomer. An early bloomer, he yes. He bloomed early. How nervous do you think he is Thursday morning? Whew. And it's weird because he's done it his whole life. He's done it in the minor leagues. 
He's done it in spring training with a Yankee uniform on, and now it's opening day in the Bronx on Thursday. What we need, Jerry, is the first hitter to hit a screaming liner at him. He snags it. And then all the nerves go All away. the nerves are gone. And when the bleacher creatures are yelling his name, yeah. that's got to be a cool moment. For the for like the cool. first legit time, Yankee yeah. starting shortstop, that would be neat. Yeah, that is cool. Good for him. It's a good, but I do think he'll be nervous as hell Thursday yeah, morning. Yeah, you got to be nervous. Who starts for the Yankees? Garrett Cole? Do you, uh, yeah. Do you buy when players like veterans say they still get super nervous before yes. games? Do you really? I do. I don't. I don't. Uh, because I think you have to. I think if you don't, then you are not giving it your all. No, I disagree with that. Like if you're so casual about it. You think LeBron James gets nervous no, before a game? I don't. And you don't think he gives it his all? No. Oh, yes, he does. Stop it. Clearly not. He takes Stop rest it. days. Well, he's been injured for the last but month. But he was taking rest days prior to that. Actually, he's not one that does very often anymore. He did it here, though, in Brooklyn. He which did it here. off a lot of people. He who did it here, tickets. yes. And I was one of those that thought it was absurd. He's one of the superstars that, for whatever reason, has actually turned the other way and does right? not do it often at all anymore, as yeah. opposed to some of these other guys. I want to hear that my... Top athletes who've been doing it a long time are nervous before a game. I want to hear about my rock and roll singers who've been on the road their entire careers throwing up before a performance because they're nervous. That's people who uh, who want to give it their all. You get nervous before we do the show every I day? Do. No, you don't. hundred percent You I do. do not. I go back there, I make coffee. Right. I psych myself up. And you're throwing up I'm in throwing the garbage up, pail. Jerry. I'm nervous. No, you're not. I'm peeing right before. Okay. Well that's all those things. That's unfortunate. What can I tell you? But I don't think you're nervous. Hmm. I don't, because you know what you're doing now. I would be nervous if you weren't here. That's different, though. Now you're out of your realm of doing it solo yeah. for an hour. That I would get. But you know what? Once you do it once, you've got it down. Mm. You would be. You remember when they asked us to do the hour? Yeah. And you were nervous about that. I, I said to you, what is the issue? Just talk for an hour. We'll be fine. One day, it was good. And you've been fine ever since. Yeah. I wonder, though, like doing those overnights by yourself, that is... That is it's not a, fun. That is that is in this world basic training. Uh, I would agree. You know what I mean? To do a solo show for real. Yes, yeah. I would agree. That is like throwing a young recruit to uh, do all those physical things in basic training. But it is and it's not. It's not a big deal when the phones are lit up and you've got topics to talk about. Here's where it's an issue, and we've heard this. When there's not a whole lot to talk about and there's no one calling. Yeah. And it's trouble. you, yourself. And the board ops staring at one another, and in some cases, for five hours. That's a long That's time. That's a tough one. That is a tough, long morning. Mm. There's no doubt. Some can do it well, some can't, and some are a lot are in the middle, I would say. I would yes. say the majority are right in the middle. Right. I say I always say there's a skill set to be able to talk to yourself for five hours. For sure. Right? That's a skill in and of itself. Yes. Then then there's the, the next skill is talking to yourself and trying to actually sound entertaining. Correct. That's the tough skill. You That's think, the harder of the skills. You don't think you could do that? I could not do that. I know I can't do that by myself. You should try one day. It'd be hilarious no, to I would, hear. I would be so, I'd be like Anthony Volpe. I'd be so <laughs> nervous leading up to that thing. You know what, though? You'd get through it. And you'd learn from it. I'd you grow, would. I'd grow as a person. You'd grow as a talk show host. As a talk show host. You're yes. growing as a person's over. When do you think that ended? Uh, Seventeen years ago. <laughs> All right, so I did. I did pretty good for myself. I grew for a number of years. You've matured at age forty. I yes. know. I'm sorry. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. That's fair. You were fully mature. Thank you. And now you're kind of good to go.
<laughs> Thank you. There's no more learning. Whatever nah, I've we, learned, I've learned. We can always learn and get better. Till the day. There was a story on Saturday that I saw. A woman was 96, I think 96, and she just got her college degree. So she's in the workforce. You better look out. <laughs> <laughs> if I was her, every job I'd go to that I didn't get, I'd be like, ageism, lawsuit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> right. Recent graduate. Everyone. I've I'm got ready a degree. To go. <laughs> willing to work for cheap. <laughs> I would just be piling up lawsuits if I was her. I'd just keep going on interviews, lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. <laughs> I do love the fact, though, at that age, she still had focus and yes. drive and something that she was trying to work towards. Good for her. And I think that's I like awesome. that as well. Never too old to get better. We got to take Gary. a quick break. When we come back, lots to do. Is Verlander hurt? Hmm. We'll check that next. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, 25 after five. I know a very big weekend for you because in June you will be heading out to see this man. That's right, Gary. I did buy my tickets to go see John Mellencamp in... Uh... South Bend, Indiana. I think that's phenomenal. I really do. And then you're going to take a week off to recuperate. <laughs> I'm going to need a week <laughs> before going out there, Jerry, and a week back. Yeah, let's just take June off. I'll probably, yeah, just take June because, listen, he's 71 years old and... You never know. Not only is he 71 years old, Jerry, chain smoker his whole life, even after having a heart attack. That's why it makes no sense. He's still... So- I I'm started sure does. following him on, like, Instagram. Just I was like, oh, let me see what's going on with this concert. Hey, backstage smoking. Yeah, it may it, you you get these stories from people that live into their eighties and nineties. What's your secret? Oh, I drink bourbon and I smoke every day. What? How does that make sense? He better make it to June twenty uh, fourth, which is when I got tickets for. I don't know that he will, but I feel pretty comfortable that he will. I hope so. Yes, I think you'll be okay. It'll be your luck, right? John yeah. Mellon can't pass away. You'll Bruce land in Indianapolis, team. right? And you'll get the alert. Uh, cancel this uh, show has been postponed for three weeks. <laughs> I've I've currently got three concert. Uh, I currently have tickets for three concerts. And what's the combined age of the three of them? Seventy three years old, twice, <laughs> and seventy one. So what you're up in the two twenties, two tens. My goodness. <laughs> that is, so who? Bruce, Bruce, and uh, Bruce twice, and uh, oh, okay, and John Mellencamp. I got you. I forgot about Bruce twice. Yeah. Were you traveling to California to see Bruce? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just here in uh, New York and New and New Jersey. Understood. Jerry. Uh, I was having a, a bit of a battle with people on Twitter about uh, oatmeal. Oh, this this false, I love oatmeal, but this fallacy that oatmeal is filling right is wrong. Total garbage. Could not agree with you more. I eat oatmeal and I'm starving in a half hour. Me too. I love every article I read. Have a good half cup of oatmeal to fill you up for hours. No, it doesn't. It's very satiating. No, it's not. Yeah. You know what's satiating? Four eggs, bacon, and toast. <laughs> right. Because that's the other thing. The other thing I'll be like, I'll eat. At like four eggs scrambled, starving 20 minutes later. Well, you need something with it. They go, no. It's, they, so they always go, the protein satiates. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not I at all. I can eat a giant steak. If I just eat a giant steak, I'm hungry again. You know what's really good that satiates you? Four pancakes and loads of syrup. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I remember when I started eating oatmeal. I was so excited. I'm like, all right, so this is healthy. Half cup. This will be perfect. I'll have this at whatever time, and then I'm good for four or five hours. I remember eating it. Thinking, what else do I get? Yeah. Like, what this else am is I nothing. And then how about when you have the packets? I know you don't anymore. But you used to get the packets and you pour the hot water into it. It's like, this is breakfast. Yeah, well, I thought I, I do have a packet of the plain <laughs> oh, is that what you? Oh, the plain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, people are like, you, you got to put fruit in it. Yeah, fruit doesn't fill me up no, either. Fruit does not fill you up. 
You know Fruit runs right through you. The half a pizza I had on Friday night. <laughs> and four beers. <laughs> right. That was very filling. I was filled for hours. I got to tell you, I have, I have realized the weekend is the devil for me. Yeah, it's tough. That you got to let yourself enjoy life, Jerry. Live. I, Monday through Thursday last week could not have been like better. Like Eating-wise, it was great. Even part of Friday was fantastic. Then I went to my friend's house. We got together, played cards, watched the basketball games. Didn't go nuts. But a couple of slices of pizza, the chips were on the table, handful of those, and I was there for about four or five hours. Four beers later, then I started adding up the calories. I'm like, you, yeah. you just screwed up the entire week. Yeah. Terrible. But you got to enjoy the games, Jerry. You're watching the NCAA tournament. We did. But if you want to be serious about it, you know, there was, one of our friends was sitting there drinking water. He looked bored stiff. Yeah. Not fun. No, the water is not fun, Jerry. You can't watch a game and drink waters. Mm, he did. And he was fasting, so he didn't eat anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but that's but that's commitment. Right. I. It's no fun. It's no fun. Yeah, so take your oatmeal and stick it in your butt. What will you be eating at 7 o'clock this it's morning? Oatmeal. <laughs> I'm a hard habit to break. I know you. But the difference for you is you do eat every hour. That's true. Right? I mean, you kind of have these small little snack meals yeah, every I'm hour. Yeah, constantly eating. You, you, God, for a guy that weighs 100 pounds soaking wet, you do eat a lot. Yeah. Amazing. Jerry, you mentioned before the break, and I saw an article about this, about uh, Justin Verlander. What's yes. his story? Well, he got, so he didn't pitch well, number one. Number two, he got hit, I think, twice by comebackers. Yeah, twice. One behind the knee, one on the ankle. He said uh, at one point his foot went numb. Oh, good. Uh, but he's okay. But what concerned me would be when he says, now i got to deal with body inflammation. Oh, okay. That's a red flag, usually for a guy who's 40 and admitting he's going to deal with inflammation today. Yeah, and the season hasn't started yet. Correct. Now, I don't think it's an issue. I don't. Watching him talk, he doesn't seem all that concerned about it, but what was coming out of his mouth was not great. The comebackers was one off of each leg. I believe so. They got both of his legs. Yeah, so he said, I don't like getting hit. Well, no one does. And he also said, Jerry, I have a quote here. I don't particularly like the way I am pitching right now, so figure it out. Yeah, well, he gave up five. What did he give up? Three runs, five hits, three walks. The, uh, his start prior, I think he walked five or six. Yeah. So he hasn't been great. Now, he said he created a little bit of a hole in the mound, and he was landing sideways. So he thinks that could be the problem, but he will watch the video. There was a ditch on the mound he was falling in? I don't know if he created it by landing or it was just there from all the use. But, yes, he said there was a hole in the mound that was, for whatever reason, he was landing sideways. Now, uh, this last outing, it was uh, three runs on eight hits. Oh, is that what it was? I thought Four it was five Four walks hits. in hmm. five innings. Only three strikeouts, Jerry. Concerning. Uh, well, that's what he said. I'd rather have a 21-year-old shortstop. They literally asked him. Here, I'll get you the cut. The, the question was, what is your frustration level right now? Pretty high. <laughs> um, you know, don't like... Don't like getting hit. Um, you know, um, don't particularly like the way I'm pitching right now. So, uh, you know, figure it out. It's uh, part of pitching. You got, you know, it's what spring training's for. That's that true. Is, that is true. But that now that's over. Spring training's for. His next start will be uh, in Miami on Saturday, I believe. Yes, because uh, uh, Scherzer gets the opening day start Thursday. Mm-hmm. Then you're saying the Mets play Friday or they don't play Friday? They do in Miami. And then he gets the start Saturday. And then what, he who will gets get the Friday start. I think, is it McGill or no, Peterson, I think. I think it's Peterson. And then I, uh, I'm, he gets the, the uh, home start at City Field. Oh, I see. So they're pitching him Saturday so he could yes. do the home opener. Correct. Well, you better not have inflammation. 
Well, let's hope he's all right. He's got a full week to get to Saturday, almost a full week to get to Saturday. I see the Mets also added a fella named Dylan Bundy, Jerry. Yeah, former pitcher with the Orioles. And uh, Buck Showalter, I guess, was his first manager. Mm-hmm. Is his nickname King Kong Bundy? If not, definitely get some seven-line T-shirts made of that. I thought it was Al. You can go Dylan Al Bundy, where you have him, <laughs> Dylan Bundy sitting on a couch with his hand down his pants. That'd be a T-shirt. Now that's funny. <laughs> or King Kong Bundy, where you put his face on King Kong Bundy's, the wrestler's body. Or how about he just takes a picture with the straps over his shoulders <laughs> and his nipples exposed. <laughs> Perfect. Now that would be fun. It was black, right? King Kong yeah. Bundy wore the black I don't know, what do you what do you call that? They they were called singlets, but he you're right, he had the two the two <laughs> things, so maybe that's not a singlet. I don't know what that was, yeah. but that's a bad look. But maybe if Dylan Bundy's got a he's got a sense of humor, eh, maybe we take a little photograph, post it on Instagram. It is funny, back then the wrestlers they would wear, no matter what their body type was, super tight. Oh. That's super even Andre the Giant wore the, the giant super you, tight thing. Was King Kong Bundy the one too that was super hairy? No, that was George the Animal Steel. Oh, that's it. That's it. King Kong Bundy was like hairless. <laughs> like a cat? <laughs> yeah, he looked, like, he looked like a really large hairless <laughs> like cat. A big seal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think those guys looked at themselves in the mirror and said, this looks good? This is uh, this is what I want to go show my body to. My God. Yeah. And all their stuff was right there. Right. Like tight. And, they didn't wear cups, did they? No. They did not wear cups. But then again, how would we know that? Because uh, you could sometimes you could see, see the outline of the package. All right, then. <laughs> Plus, you imagine Were you how... looking hard? <laughs> well, it's right in your face sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, like, even, like, a guy like King Kong Bundy in that super tight, he would wear the black yeah. spandex. That's the, the, the wet and the sweat. Stench. Oh. And he had to go backstage afterwards and peel that off his body. Then someone had to wash it. I'd be more concerned Ooh. with the guy that he had the, you know, the leg over the throat with his rear yeah. end right in your face. <laughs> Oh, God. The Nasty. There, there was that other wrestler. I think his name was Rakishi or something. He had a big butt, and he would throw you into the corner. You'd fall down into the corner, and then he'd put his butt in your face. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. For real? Yeah. Rakishi? I think Rakishi or something like that. Yeah, he would put uh, his mo- That was his move. Like, if you were a wrestler that was going up against him, you were going to have a sweaty... Spandex butt in your face. Rikishi. R-I-K-I-S-H-I. I don't know if that's exactly it. That's, wow. Yeah. So when is this guy from? Oh, he was the uh, same. Uh... He's 57 right now. Okay. That makes sense. I'm watching him now. Little suplex. Oh, yeah, Jerry. You do not want a Rikishi butt in your face. Uh, no, I'll pass. Not Thank a sweaty one. That sounds disgusting. By the way, I also see Luis Severino's uh, going to start on the That's a problem. IL. Yeah, it's a, so you have the Black excitement stream. with Volpe today, yeah. but you got that news on Friday or Saturday, Yeah, which is not a great way to start the season for the Yankees. So between him and then uh, Montas, who I don't know what he would have been this year, but he was injured earlier, yep. as we found out, was never really healthy. Their pitching depth, which I think was a strength to start, is not right now. So not great for the no, Yankees. No, he's not great for the but Yankees. But I will tell you, though, if you're a Yankee fan – the idea that Volpe is going to be their opening day is a big deal to the fan. Is this and Vol- it should be. Is this Volpe, Jerry, uh, does he have power or is he more of a... I will, te- well, I will tell you, watching him in spring training, Yeah, he's done everything. He's hit home runs? Home runs, triples, doubles. Oh, I, like I mean, that. you talk about a kid that has earned his way, like forced their hand. They said it was a competition and they were they were real about it. They were true to their word. He won it. 
Like, it wasn't like they said, you know what, we need to do something for the fans. I, He won the job fair and square. Nice. So, be fun, yeah, it'd be fun to watch. I don't, I, I don't expect him to be great to start. I just hope they stick with him. Sounds like he's going to hit for the cycle one of these games, the way you said that. Singles, doubles, triples, homers. It's funny you said That's that. That's cool. Because on Saturday or I don't remember. Was it Saturday? I was listening to John and Susan. And um, John was like, oh, he's on his way to a – He's on his way to the cycle. He's oh, got a double right? and a triple. Like, all right, relax. And he was on his way, but he didn't get there. But still capable of it, yes. That triple's the tough one, Jerry. If you lead off your first at-bat and you hit a triple, and I'm a baseball player, I'm You're thinking, thinking cycle. cycle. I'm hitting the cycle today. The triple is probably the hardest one to get. Yeah. I would agree with that. So Let me ask you this. Baseball scoring rule. Okay. I, uh, I'm in the game, Jerry. I hit a triple. I hit a uh, double. Right, I hit a home run. Okay, I come up at bat. I have a I have a shot in the gap, and you stop at first. Yeah, single. <laughs> I would do that selfishly. But that's the equivalent of Giannis, that was trying to get the triple double last week. Yeah, and he threw the ball up against the bottom of the rim just to get the rebound. The NBA went back and said no rebound. Oh, good for them. Yeah, love and, but it. In baseball, that's still a single because you didn't advance. Imagine though, if you like you, your team really needed you to be hustling and get that's this. Never in. happened. <laughs> There's no way that that has ever happened where a guy hit the ball to the yeah. wall and just went to first and stopped and watched them go retreat yeah. it. And then afterwards, no chance. a press conference. He's like, "I wanted to hit for the cycle." So the double is more believable. Where they need the double for the cycle, they hit one down the line and they don't bust it. They just kind of jog, knowing they got the double. That I could see. That might have happened. But there's you no mean as way. A, as opposed to if you needed the triple? Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Meaning like you've got the triple already. Oh, okay. Yeah, All yeah, you yeah. need is the yes. double. You hit one that maybe could be a triple if you're hustling, and instead you're like, I got the double. And you just kind of go at 70% speed and just, yeah. you know, waltz into second base. Oh, I wasn't going for third. I got my I got my. I already got my triple. Yes. Very possible. I right, take a quick break. 537. More to do. And then Boomer and Geo will start your week at six on the fan. I always try and come up with the reason for a song. What's the reason for this one? I just have a playlist of songs I play. Oh, all right. And sometimes I scroll until I go, oh, that's a cool one. Agreed. That's with this one. I just. But I figured that Mellencamp was because you bought the tickets yeah. last week. I was wondering if you were going to see Sting. Sting? No. Sting's too mellow for me now. Mellow. He, he has sex every waking hour with his wife when they're together. And I just mean like his non-police uh, concerts. Oh. It's very slow. Well, he's gotten older. Yeah. Is it like acoustic? He does a lot of acoustic. I saw Sting at Beacon Theater in, had to be the late 80s. I was going to say 1988. <laughs> yeah, and it was super slow. Wow. Okay. I was like, what are we doing? When did he break away from the police? Uh, 83, 84. Oh, okay. They had that record, uh, um, Synchronicity, came out in 83. And then they toured, and then after that, they hated each other and went their separate ways. It's a lot of time together. A lot of time together. A lot of time together. There's a lot of fist fights and choking out each other. We haven't done that here. No. And it's no, been a lot of time not. together. <laughs> That's true. But not on the road. Right. We're not living with one another. Right. Well, 10 o'clock. See ya. You're right. <laughs> Peace out. And pretty much. Here's another. I have two more fun uh, baseball stories for you, Jerry. Mm. One, this is just an interesting to note. Interesting to note that uh, on opening day, we have eight Cy Young winners. Cool. That is cool. Why is that any different than any other year, though? I don't know. I feel like You that... get the best pitcher on every team usually on opening day. Yeah, but I just feel like so many times, like, guys are hurt. 
guys are uh, no longer uh, at their peak performance yeah. where they're an opening day starter. But you got Scherzer. I'd have to go look at that. Really? From like years past. So you're well, saying because like, you think you think it's quite common that on opening day you probably have five, six. Yes. Not maybe not eight. Former Cy Young. Well, I think you have to. If the ace is going, usually those are the guys that win the Cy Youngs. Right. Well, you got to figure you got to have the the last Cy Young winner, unless the guy fell off a horse during spring training. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I would I would think four or five is probably normal. Yeah. Do you but, think you could name the eight guys? Is no, that, uh, no, 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 not right now. Of course not. I'm not in that mode yet. It's like when football starts. I'm not ready to talk football until about week three. Right. No, not even. And I haven't even. And I don't. I'm not in the fantasy draft anymore with Evans Group. Where you gotta get prepared, like you legit have to be prepared for that. Yes, he's got the board with the nameplates, like everything. There's no fooling around in that. I, I used to get prepared for that. Uh... I have Jerry, just the eight last names. Okay. Do you think I could name their first names? I did not write their first names down. I'm gonna say half of them. Yes. All right. So Scherzer, Max Scherzer. Okay, that's an easy one. Alcantara. Yes, he's nope. pitching. He's pitching Thursday against the Mets. I know he's um, on the Marlin. And it's really Alcantara. Alcantara? Sandy. Damn it. Okay, so that's... Um, one for one. two. Jacob DeGrom, I know. Thank God. Two for three. Bieber is Shane Bieber. There you go. Three for... I'm glad you didn't say Justin. Three exactly. for four. Burns? Never heard of you. Corbin Burns? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Like the, the actor Corbin Burnson? Yes. You're four for five. Blake Snell? Five for six. I don't want to get no Rona. (laughs) (laughs) Corey Snell's an opening day start. Yeah. Is he really? Corey Kluber. You know them all. And Zach Granke. There you go. I would never have guessed that Zach Granke is still at the top of the food chain where it comes to. Because he's pitching in anonymity. He's not like. Where is he? Isn't he in Arizona now? Or do you go somewhere else? I'm not even sure, to be quite honest with you. Right. I would guess uh, Arizona as well. Zach. Who knows where these guys move. He might have signed somewhere else this year. I don't know. He is on the Dodges. Oh, sorry. Royals. Oh, that's right. We talked about that when he went back to Kansas City. Remember? Yep. Yep. We had that conversation. And no Nimity. Yeah. I mean, but that's part of it. It's, you know, you're not pitching in New York. You're not, you know, if you go pitch in Pittsburgh or Kansas City, it's like, eh. I would love to pitch in Kansas City. That I know you like would. a cool. Just like, like you'd a... like to be a quarterback coach and not the head coach. Yeah, you want to be the backup quarterback, not the starter. Yeah, it seems like a cool town to just go. Kind of never been there. Me neither. Okay, probably, how do you know that? We probably never go to Kansas City. <laughs> I could with all my sports jobs. It's possible. Yeah, it's I possible could end you up could there. Land in Kansas. City. I also at some point I've got to go to Kansas City for a baseball game. I'm going to fill out my baseball stadium. Okay, grid. I do have to get there at some point. I, that's got to be a St. Louis. Uh, it's to be a Cardinal Royal trip or something like that. The problem with that, well, not the problem. That's got to be just me and the boys. Yeah. You wife My wife will shoot me that. if I take her to Missouri. <laughs> I'm sure there are nice places to go in Missouri. There's no ocean. She's not interested. Yeah, that area, that uh, area where the Cardinals play looks like a cool little downtown area yeah. in St. Louis. Never been there. Yeah. That's another city I've never nice. been to. Yeah, I, I would like maybe, yeah, maybe this summer. We'll see. And then the other fun thing I saw, a video of this, Jerry, a dog caught a home run ball at the Dodgers-Royals game. So I saw the headline for this. I did not see the video. Was the dog running and caught it on the fly? He didn't catch it on the fly. It was hit 
out there into uh, an area where there were no seats, but everyone was sitting. In the grass? It was crowded. Yeah. And the ball bounced right into the dog ma- dog's mouth. And the dog was so excited. Labrador retriever, Jerry. Nice, nice. And then the guy. Go- oh, no, it wasn't a Labrador. <laughs> Not a Labrador retriever. I believe it was a German Shepherd. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a canine-looking dog. Okay. Uh, and uh, caught the ball. And then the owner took it out of his mouth, and then he held up the ball. But really, your oh, dog. What does he get the applause for? Really, your dog caught the it. The dog gets the applause. The, dog, the announcers did see that it was the dog who caught the ball. That is a cool story, though, because like, I had my Major League Baseball baseball at home from when I caught it at the Met game. Yeah. So anytime anyone asks me about it, yeah, you know, I was with my friend Mark, and, you know, he went to the game and a foul ball, and I caught a yellow story. Yeah. This is one of the most unique foul ball, well, ball stories yeah. because it's not, I didn't catch it. It wasn't a. My dog caught it. Yeah. Not many people can say that. Exactly. Oh, you caught that? No, I did not. He did. And he's not and a he's, Labrador retriever. And he's a good boy. Good dog, yes. He's a good boy, I think Whimsy Jerry. would be even remotely interested. No. She's just checked out at this point. I, I, she's not into, uh, like, retrieving playing. balls. Right, or doing or anything. Playing, or well, you doing. picked the perfect dog. Yeah. Doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. She's standoffish. Gina mentioned that this weekend. Like, well, we ran into a, a someone walking their dog. They had a, a uh, looked like a, a Labrador. Yeah. And the dog, who doesn't know us, and we're just walking, so excited to see me and Gina walking. My dog turned the other way, not interested. It's kind of like when someone sees you. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Al Dukes. I'm not interested. Not interested. D- don't bother me. Not it, please. So you really did pick your soulmate. <laughs> I did. I picked my dog's soulmate. Doggy's just like you. Uh, a couple other uh, items here, Jerry, in our final segment here. Uh, what do you mean? We're coming back for another segment. Well, it's, still, it's always so tiny. What did you... I wasn't sure this was such a big deal. I feel like a big deal was made of this. You tell me, Jerry, big deal or no big deal. Okay. Uh, and this happened uh, Saturday. Uh, Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks was ejected for whipping the ball at, <laughs> at referee Scott Wall. <laughs> he had just been called on an offensive foul that led to the game-tying then three-pointer. Did you see the video? I didn't see the video. I saw the story right before I came in here. Yeah. I thought it was yesterday, and then I'm like, nope, this was Saturday. It seemed, the headline seemed very egregious. He was quite a distance from him. Okay. Okay. So he, he didn't throw the called. ball at the guy's head. No. He, he... He also didn't wind up and whip it. He threw it like a forward, uh, what do you pass. call this type of pass? Like a chest Jerry? pass. Chest pass. Now, with some velocity, but the guy was not even in screenshot. That's how far away he was. And the ref caught it. Hmm. But and No, they threw him out of the game. But I thought I was going to see Trey Young taking the ball, throwing it like a baseball <laughs> pitcher <laughs> at about four feet away from the and that's the, not what it that's was. That's not what it was. Of course. Shocking. Yeah, I, I will take a look at the video during the break. He did get tossed, mm-hmm. and probably rightly so, because when he was angry at the call, first he slammed the ball onto the court, slammed it, caught it, and then, mm, My question would pass. be, did he have a technical foul prior to that, and was this his second, which is the automatic ejection, because I could see you getting the technical foul for showing up the official and slamming the ball down. Mm, I believe it was a technical which is why I got tossed. I think he got the technical, then he did the thing, then they threw him out of the game. Yeah. I, I will take a look during the break. Please do, Jerry, and I want a full breakdown. Full breakdown. A full breakdown full coming. Full breakdown. And Luka yeah. Doncic got, uh, got a technical foul yesterday. For what? And he will be uh, suspended for tonight's game. They're 3-8 and eight now, I believe, when he and Kyrie play together. What did he do that got a technical He's foul? He's yelling at the official for a no call. 
boy, these officials are under assault, Jerry. They're yeah. getting chest passes thrown out of them. They're getting yelled at by players. There's a lot, and you had the foul called in the San Diego State game that some people didn't think was a foul, or you don't call it in that spot. Like there's there's a lot going on with officials. The problem is the whether it's baseball, football, basketball, hockey, all these guys are bigger, stronger, faster, and the games have all become more violent and physical. I don't know how you officiate them. I really don't. Because I think you can call a foul on every play in the NBA. And same thing in football and, well, baseball is what it is. All right, we'll take a quick break. 5.53 when we come back. Full breakdown in the eight seconds we have left. And then Boomer and Geo. Uh, right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the NCAA Tournament. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Minutes to go, Boomer and Geo standing by. I did watch the video. It looks like nothing to me, other than he might have cursed the referee out. Just Trey Young. So you think yeah. he? Uh, but he I don't got, know. You think he got the technical more for saying nasty things to the ref than I do. Chest pass. I do. I agree with you. That looked like nothing. Yeah. He just was tossing the ball back or passing the ball back to the official. Right. So demonstratively, he did. Yeah, but not even. I thought the pounding of the basketball was worse than the pass back to the official. Well, you agree the pass back to the official. If it wasn't the classic basketball chess pass, if he would have wound up well, and then threw that it like a been obvious. Boss. That would have been obvious. That would have been bad. Correct. But that's um, not what it was. I also see, Jerry, that the NFL is considering flexing Thursday night football. Yeah, why not? Let's just screw everybody's schedule <laughs> up. And then they're like... Uh, no, the players, it's not safe. Yeah, it's I don't think safe. the players think that. Uh, yeah, the players are not going to like Now, it... That Again, the headlines made it seem like every week they were just going to pick the Thursday night football game, but I don't believe that's true. It's I probably think like it's, what they do with Sunday night, right? Yeah, week 14 through right. 17. Yeah. And you'd have to get... WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.